Welcome, everybody, to the story behind the tunes, episode number 46. Hey, and Happy New Year to you. Here we are, found ourselves into 2022. 2021, it's gone, and let's hope for better things in 2022. I'm a fiddle player from St. Paul, Alberta, Canada, and I got a pile of tunes, and they all got stories. Right now, you're listening to the Bow Valley Fiddler's Breakdown. Haircuts, two bits, get out of the way, 2021. Looking forward to 2022 for sure. Hey, uh, it's been uh, it's been quite the time here. We've been living in a deep freeze in, uh, well, in much of Western Canada, up here where we live in St. Paul, Alberta. We have been cold for at least two weeks, and we've been experiencing temperatures as low as minus 45, and with the wind chill getting close to minus 50, and maybe even colder than that. It's been brutally cold. It's been terrible weather. But I'm excited to get back to the story behind the tunes. Welcome, everybody, once again. Uh, that first tune there, that's a tune I wrote um, and released on an album in uh, 1999. The album was called Bonjour, Come on, Sava, and the tune was called The Bow Valley Fiddlers Breakdown. The Bow Valley Fiddlers is a group of fiddlers in Calgary, Alberta, and these are just young kids. I'm not sure what their ages are, but it's like the farm team to the Calgary Fiddlers. There's a group called the Calgary Fiddlers, and the Calgary Fiddlers, they've kind of traveled the world uh, playing music. That was put together, the group Calgary Fiddlers was put together by Dean Marshall and uh, John Crosman many, many years ago, and and I'm I'm not exactly sure if they started the farm team for some younger kids and called it the Bow Valley Fiddlers. If it wasn't for them, it was uh, somebody associated with the Calgary Fiddlers for sure, and I wrote them that tune, and that tune was quite popular back in the day. I heard lots of fiddlers playing that and haven't heard it in a long time, and 
honoring the Bow Valley fiddlers there on that tune. I hope you enjoyed it. Trent Bruner is playing the piano. Trent's now living over in Norway, has been for, my God, it's going on 20 years. We went and toured over there back in 2001, and he met a girl. And he married her in, I believe, 2004. He's been living there ever since. But we get to play lots of music with Trent still. And I'm playing the rest of the instruments. Hey, back in the day, I used to make a lot of music with Freddie Pelche. You've heard me talk about Freddie lots. Freddie is a great guitar player, and uh, uh, he um, he lives in Birch Hills, Saskatchewan, now been there for many, many years. And I got to know all his family, his brothers and sisters, and he's got one sister. Her name is Armand, and just loves the music as well. She plays the piano, and I wrote a, a tune, and uh, it's kind of a one-step kind of a thing. You'll, you'll hear it here. I call this One Step D Armand. There we go. One Step D. Armand. I love that tune. It's uh, 
it's not got a lot of notes in it. It's kind of a, it's kind of like a, a song. There should be some words to that. Armanda, uh, dear, dear lady, I haven't seen her a long time. She's, uh, she was living in Alberta when I met her, and now uh, she's living back in Saskatchewan, her home province. Um, and sadly, she just lost her husband here recently, all Oli. A great guy, and he just recently passed away, so my thoughts are with you, Armand. And uh, that is Trent Bruner playing the piano on there. You know all about him. And picking that fine lead guitar is Armand's brother, Freddie. Such a good job on that. I'm playing the rest of the instruments, and you can find that on the album that was released in 2001 called Autumn in Vermont. Way back in about 2001, I believe, I was uh, teaching at the Montana Fiddle Camp in Monarch, Montana, and my good friend Paul Dacier was there teaching the piano. We had a great time that week and with a, surrounded by a whole host of uh, other instructors as well. And one of the instructors, uh, her name was uh, Bethany Dick. And a great, great fiddle player she uh, is, was. I presume she's still playing. I haven't heard of her in many, many years. But I believe she was, uh, She, I think she won the national championships, the Weezer National Old Time Fiddle Championships at some point, and well-deserved, a great, great player. And Paul, he took a liking to Bethany. He uh, he fell in love that week, and I don't think he ever told Bethany. Uh, but anyways, um, I tried to help him out. I said, I'll write her a tune. And uh, so I wrote a tune for Bethany that week in the key of E-flat, all in double stops, or lots of double stops anyways. And I played it for Paul, and he just loved it. And he says, oh, well, anyways, I'm not sure she's ever heard this tune. Uh, I'm not sure if he ever went and told her anything about it. Anyways, she's a wonderful fiddle player. I hope she's doing well. And uh, this is Bethany.
I haven't heard that in a long time. I used to play that lots. Uh, it was released in 2002 on an album called Friendship. And also, I believe uh, my album called Calvin Volrath Waltzes was released in 2002 as well. And I put that on both of those albums. And back in those days, I played that lots when I was out doing the shows. That tune got uh, requested lots. And, and I've heard a few fiddle players play that since. And it's a dandy waltz, a beauty. And uh, for a great fiddle player, Bethany, I hope you are doing fine. I hope you're still playing fiddle. I remember seeing you play on TV. You were playing backup fiddle. And it might have been with um, uh, Pam Tillis or something like that, one of the big old country stars you were fiddling with. And hope all is well. That's Trent Bruner playing the piano on there. The great Freddie Pelche once again. He's playing the uh, acoustic lead guitar solos. And I'm playing the rest of the instruments. Hey, I want to let you know about Camp Calvin, which is coming up January 15th to 18th, 2022 on the Zoom video platform. We're doing it online, and this is the fourth time we're doing it online since the pandemic hit. And you know what? It has just been absolutely amazing. It's great for the students. Hey, you can be anywhere in the world uh, and sitting in the comfort of your own home, uh, your igloo, your motorhome, your boat, the beach, wherever you're at. As long as you got an internet connection, you can uh, be a part of Camp Calvin. You'll also get access to the videos for a full year after camp is over. We teach fiddle, guitar, and piano. The fiddle teachers for this camp, myself, I'm going to be teaching fiddle. Um, uh, Daniel Gervais, a two-time Canadian Grandmaster Fiddle Champion from Edmonton, he's going to be teaching fiddle. Brian Hebert from Pembroke, Ontario, a Canadian treasure, composer of great tunes and an educator all his life. He's back at Camp Calvin once again teaching the fiddle. And we also have April Virch, originally from Ontario, now living in the United States. The dear April Virch, she's so good and a great teacher. So thrilled to have her back once again. We also have Kimberly Holmes is going to be teaching the piano at Camp Calvin. She's been a, a, a mainstay at Camp Calvin for years. We also have her husband, Skip Holmes, going to be teaching the guitar this year. This is the first time we're going to have Skip there, but he's a great player and a great educator. You're going to go to campcalvin.ca. Registration opens up on November 1, 2021. It's going to be absolutely affordable for everybody. This is geared to your everyday average fiddler. It's not geared to the advanced fiddler. Hey, even though advanced fiddlers can join in if they like. When you pay your registration fee, you can take all the fiddle classes, all the guitar classes, all the piano classes, the jam session, absolutely everything. You get them all. See you there, Camp Calvin, January 15th to 18th, 2022. CampCalvin.ca You've heard me talk lots about Pembroke, Ontario and the big fiddle contest they had there and the jam session at Fiddle Park that would, uh, the jam sessions, excuse me, that would go on for up to two weeks. There people were camping two weeks before the camp or before the fiddle contest and I would always make an appearance there on uh, the day after the fiddle contest, a Sunday of the Labor Day weekend for sure and go play over at the Dehame tent and the, the group Leduc tent and various other places. And, and there was a gentleman, his name was Dan uh, Daniel Latisseur. He came from Quebec and he spoke French. 
And that's all he spoke was French. And he would come up to me and speak to me in French. And every year, I really didn't know what he was saying. Um, and then finally, somebody who, well, there was lots of French people there. So there was lots of people understood. And one day I mentioned to somebody, I said, this, this, I think his name is Daniel Latisseur. He comes and talks to me every year, but I don't know what he wants. And they said, oh, he wants you to write him a tune. He wants the Daniel Latisseur polka. So I wrote him a tune. This is called Daniel Latticer's Polka. Daniel Latticer Polka. Thank you, Daniel, for asking for that tune. It's a good one. I haven't heard it in a long time. And uh, our good friend from uh, Quebec, Mr. Paul Dacier, playing the piano on there. That was released in 2006 on the album called The Big C02. I'm playing the rest of the instruments. We're going to stick around the Ottawa Valley again for this tune. And this gentleman, the the year was 2011 when I got inducted into the North American Fiddlers Hall of Fame in Osceola, New York. And there was a gentleman in the crowd. His name was Graham Shepard. He came from the Ottawa area. 
and this was the first time I had met him. And shortly after that, uh, well, he joined the Canadian Grandmasters Fiddlers Association as a director and soon became the president of the association. And Graham was, uh, he was one of the main pushes behind the, the, the Grandmasters Fiddling Association, uh, getting together uh, with the Canadian government and putting through National Fiddling Day that we now have in Canada. That was uh, a big thanks to Graham for that. Well, uh, at I think it was 2015 or 2016, maybe even 14, while teaching at the Grandmasters Fiddle Camp in Ottawa, I had Graham in my class along with Bruce Armitage and Randy Foster and a few others. I kind of took the the uh, the senior class that week and uh, had a, lots of fun with them. And and uh, I started uh, playing this little game. Simon says I would play an opening phrase, maybe two or three notes. I'd play it a couple of times. I'd tell them to close their eyes and play it back to me. Simon says I'd play it, and then I'd want them to play it back. And when they'd be able to play it back, then I'd play another three notes. And I was just not really, it wasn't a tune. It was just phrases. But every phrase was building a tune. I didn't realize it at the time. And we got the first part done there. And uh, they could put those, uh, all those three notes, they put them all together. And pretty soon we had the first part done. And it sounded like a first part. And everybody was kind of amazed how quickly they had learned the first part of this tune. And this tune was just being born on the spot. And same thing, went did the same thing with the second part, and everybody in the class learned this tune very quickly, just as an exercise, just as a memory exercise, and it went off very well, and uh, I ended up naming the, the tune in thanks to Graham for all he did in uh, putting together the National Fiddling Day that we get to celebrate every year now. The third Saturday in May every year in Canada is National Fiddling Day. This is called... Graham Shepherd's Jig.
there's a dandy little jig right there for Graham. Graham, thank you so much for the inspiration in writing that tune. And uh, I look forward to hearing you play that tune again when we get out of this pandemic that we're living in. All getting together and visit and having a big old jam session. That's the great Jeremy Russo playing the piano on there. I'm playing the rest of the instruments. It was released in 2015 on an album called Certified Canadian Fiddler. We're going to feature a medley of tunes here right now. This is a couple of waltzes. Back when I used to teach at the Emma Lake Fiddle Camp, which was the first fiddle camp in Canada, started in 1988, all the fiddlers and guitar players, piano players, we'd be there. We'd be sharing the camp with a life skills uh, class. The fellow that was the, running that life skills coaching program, his name was Jack Mitchell. And uh, and these people would come to our concerts every night and listen to the fiddle music. We got to know many of those people. And Jack, a dear, dear man, he came from, I believe, Lumsden, Saskatchewan. And uh, one day he told me about his little daughter named Kiera. And asked if I could write a waltz for her. I hadn't met her, and I believe she was just a baby at the time. Well, I wrote this waltz called Kiera's Waltz. And the year would have been, oh, in the early in the early 1990s, I believe. And also around that time, I composed a tune uh, for my daughter Tanya, she, her fiddle that I got her. It was in the color. It had a beautiful, beautiful color to it. My good friend, Alphonse Delory, Fonsi Delory, he painted this fiddle and the color was called Greta's Rose. And never heard of that color before, but it was a beautiful, beautiful name and a beautiful color. And so I wrote a tune and called it Greta's Rose. And, um, they were both of these tunes were released on different albums, but when I released my uh, first volume of uh, Calvin Volrath waltzes in 2001, I put these tunes together as a medley. So here you're going to hear Kiera's Waltz and Greta's Rose. <laughs>
Now, don't that make you want to get up and dance a little bit? I love those two older waltzes that I wrote many, many years ago. Greta's Rose got played by lots and lots of fiddlers back in the day. Um, Kiera's waltz didn't, uh, I never heard that played by too many fiddlers, but I'll tell you what, I always love that waltz. I love both of those waltzes. That is Trent Bruner. The great, the one and only Trent Bruner playing the piano on those cuts, and I'm playing the rest of the instruments. This is released on the album uh, Calvin Volrath Waltzes, volume number one, released in 2001, I believe. When the pandemic hit back in March of 2020, us musicians, we ran into a brick wall. What are we going to do? Well, hey, many of us have found a new way to uh, try to stay afloat and uh, make a living. And I kind of got into doing some video editing and doing the online workshops, the online camp. And I thought about doing a podcast, uh, just telling the story of my tunes. When I was out performing, I was always playing my tunes and telling the stories. And people love the stories. So I started the podcast, The Story Behind the Tunes, in hopes that people will enjoy the show direct them to my website calvinvolrath.com to hopefully purchase a cd or an mp3 digital download i've got all my albums are are on uh, my website you can download them immediately and it's similar to itunes but better than itunes because at itunes you get the audio you don't get any credits or anything like that on my website you get the cover you get all the credits who played on all the stories of the tunes i always type in there why the tune is called what it is. CalvinVolrath.com is where you go. I also have all the sheet music. I've got it in, and you can download it as a, as a, as a book or individual sheets. And everything's listed in alphabetical order. I have video lessons on Camp Calvin. And so if you're enjoying the podcast and enjoying what I'm doing and you believe in uh, music and musicians, you'd be doing me a great favor if you would go to my website and purchase a cd we got lots of cds we can mail everywhere in the world or you can download anything immediately calvinvolrath.com back in the early 1980s when i joined uh, some country music bands playing in uh, in the clubs around alberta and bc you know all the bands you kind of get to know each other you kind of pass each other on the road a little bit and we were all aware of a band called the midnight rodeo band the lead singer in that band his name was jess lee he was and is i shouldn't say was he is a great singer became one of my absolute favorite country music singers and i was always a fan of merle haggard and that sound and merle haggard always says that he his hero was lefty frizzell well when i finally got a chance to meet jess lee uh and he's a lover of the traditional music as well uh, and he writes lots of songs and and uh, all in the in the old uh, traditional the old country style uh his hero also lefty frizzell well in 1988 the midnight rodeo band disbanded and jess was living in vancouver as everybody in the band was in vancouver and jess had got a house gig at a at a club in Langley, B.C. called Yoakum's, and he phoned me up. I was living in Edmonton. He said, Calvin, would you like to join my band? Move your family out here to Vancouver, and we're going to play in a house band here on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and he offered me good money for the three days, and uh, 
So, packed up the family, we moved out to Vancouver. I went out and uh, put a little uh, promotional package together and dropped it off at all the recording studios in Vancouver. And I got busy. I got doing recording sessions. I was making more darn money out there for the first couple of months. And our house gig, we started playing in November of 88. And I believe it was in February when the club said we're going rock and roll next week and the country gig was over i found myself back on the road and i did not move to vancouver to go on the road and and the and the 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 country music sessions kind of dried up a little bit uh wasn't doing as many as it was when i first got there everybody was recording before christmas and after christmas it slowed up and anyways jess and i have stayed friends over the years we've played lots together and i've recorded on many of jess's uh, records since then I wrote Jess a tune back in, I think, 2004, a country shuffle style tune. This is called Jess Lee.
Lee. <laughs> Jess Lee. Oh, wow. Do yourself a favor and Google Jess Lee on old YouTube, and you can find him singing some. Oh, he's a great singer, and uh, he's a wonderful writer as well. I could hear Jess writing some words to that melody right there and singing it. Uh, he's too humble to do that. Uh, what a great guy. You know what? I'm the only one playing on that uh, particular cut right there. I'm playing all the instruments and that low fiddle you hear. That's my five-string fiddle. I love my five-string fiddle that was put together by Lisa Barrett down in Montana. Oh, back in the 1900s. It was released on an album called Just for the Swing of It in 2004. I've met so many great fiddle players and wonderful people at the Pembroke Fiddle Contest. I started judging there in 1992 and judged there uh, 20, 25 years in a row or something like that. Anyways, back in the early years there, I can remember the young fiddle players, 9 and under, 12 and under, 18 and under. And uh, one of those fiddle players was Shane Cook. Mark Sullivan was another. There was so many that have gone on to be great, great fiddle players today, respected by everybody. And Shane Cook was one of them. And we all know Shane. He's won the Canadian Grand Masters. He's won the, the the only Canadian, I believe, to ever win the Weezer Idaho, the National Fiddling Championships down in the United States. And uh, he's gone on to do so many great things. He's a master in many, many styles and a wonderful guy. I know him well. He's a dear friend. And back in 2006, I'm guessing it was probably in 2005 I wrote him a tune and released it on an album in 2006. Uh, The tune is called Shane Cook Breakdown.
old bongo. There we go. The Shane Cook breakdown. Shane, thank you so much for inspiring that difficult tune for old Cal here. Uh, oh, used to play it back in the day. I haven't played it in a long time now. And I'm not sure I've ever heard you play that tune, Shane. I'm going to challenge you to do a video of that and throw her out onto Facebook and let's hear you tear that tune up. I know it'll be very, very special. That is the wonderful Paul Dacier playing the piano on there. I'm playing the rest of the instruments. I'm picking a mandolin and picking at a guitar and bass and whatever else happens to be going on. That's old Cal right there. We're going back to the Emma Lake Fiddle Camp one more time. This was a composer's workshop tune that I was uh, doing a, a composer's workshop with uh, Gordon Stobie. Everybody knows Gordon and Mr. Johnny Arcand. We were conducting this class there trying to show everybody how to, how to compose a tune. Giving everybody, and everybody's got the tools to do that. We, we just kind of show them how we do it and people go, oh, it's that easy and Many people have been inspired to write music after our composer's workshops. And at this one particular composer workshop, and I believe the year might have been 1998, uh, we wrote a waltz. In the, in, it's a kind of a Cajun-style waltz. And one of the instructors that was teaching up there for a number of years, his name was Jack DeBlanica. His nickname was Cactus Jack. And so we named this Cajun-style tune after Jack. Jack, a, a fiddle player, a guitar player, a banjo player, all around good guy. Here you go. This is called Cactus Jack.
That's a Cajun-style waltz right there called Cactus Jack, inspired, I'm guessing, by Cactus Jack, Mr. Jack DeBlanica. It's a dandy tune that uh, Johnny, Arcan, Gordon Stobie, and myself put together. That was released on an album way back in 2000, oh, back in 1999, on an album called Bonjour, Come on, Ça va. Trent Bruner's playing the piano. I'm playing the rest of the instruments. Hey, well, it's time to give a shout-out to my good buddy Mike Gilmore at Collector's Corner Violins. Hey, all your fiddle needs, violin needs, whatever you need, Mike Gilmore is the guy. He's located in Edmonton, Alberta. He has a website, ccviolins.ca. He's got a great selection of uh, fine, fine instruments, student-grade instruments, uh, bows, whatever you need, strings, chin rests, chin pads, shoulder rests, whatever you need. I'll tell you what, he can ship worldwide. He's a great repairman of fiddles as well. He's repaired a number of my fiddles over the years and set up lots of them. He's a great supporter of fiddle music in Canada, the fiddle organizations and the young fiddlers, giving everybody a break, whatever he can. Go check him out, ccviolins.ca. Old Michael, he won't do you no wrong. We have time to feature one more tune on uh, this episode. And my last episode was on December 19th, just before Christmas, and took a little bit of a break. But the next day, December 20th, uh, we got a we got a phone call that my wife Rhea, her brother Eric Labrie, uh, his nickname was Taboo. Everybody called him Taboo. He had had a heart attack, and everybody was shocked. He was sixty seven years old. Um, we didn't we were not expecting this at all. And uh, within forty five minutes, we got another call. Eric had passed away. And uh, we were all in shock and uh, just a, a sad, sad time right before Christmas. And it's a, it's a big family. There's seven in the family. The six of them that were left got together almost every day until uh, January 1. January 1 was our last get-together because uh, Colette and Lucette, uh, Rhea's sisters, they turned 65. That's their birthday on New Year's Day. And so we were all together that day and we were all together on New Year's Eve and we were together many days uh, grieving with each other and consoling each other. And um, so the Christmas season was a difficult time. And back a number of years ago, I had composed a tune for my four brother-in-laws. The oldest is Claude. The next one is Leo, and Leo's uh, nickname is Magoo. Uh, the next boy is Rial, and his nickname is Weasel. And the fourth boy, Eric, Taboo's his nickname. Uh, I wrote a tune for the four brother-in-laws, and they're all French. And in French, they say the four brother-in-laws is uh, Les Quatre Beaux-Frères. And so I've written this French style tune for my four brother-in-laws and I featured this on a show oh many many episodes ago I was doing family members but I thought it was only appropriate that I feature this tune one more time uh, in Eric Taboo's memory and uh, for all the family this is Le Cat Beau Frère. <laughs> 
cat Beaufrere for my four brother-in-laws. Uh, what a what a great family the Labrie family is. They're all hardworking. Hey, they're busy people. Uh, they're not scared of work and, and taboo. That was him. He was retired, but busy, 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 and looking forward to going ice fishing and getting everything all ready. And, and then this happens, and they love music. They love to dance. Um, great, great family. And Taboo, you will be sadly, sadly missed by everybody. That was released in 2011 on an album called Dancing Northern Lights. The great Paul Dacier, given that French come on savoir feel in there, he's playing the piano, I'm playing the rest of the instruments. Well, there we have it. Episode number 46 of the story behind the tunes is in the books. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Happy New Year to everybody. Let's hope that 2022 uh, is a better year than 2021. We have lots to be thankful for. Let's stick together. Let's get through this pandemic. And remember, on January 15th to 18th, we've got Camp Kelvin coming up on the Zoom video platform. And this is just a wonderful way to learn some new tunes and some new techniques on the fiddle, on the guitar, on the piano. Go to campcalvin.ca to read all about it. I also want to thank everybody that's gone to my website, calvinvolrath.com, and bought CDs or a digital downloads, some MP3 digital downloads, sheet music, whatever you've been buying. I really, really appreciate it. It's helped keeping the wolf away from the door in the Volrath household. And if you haven't been to my website, please go visit and uh, purchase yourself a CD, MP3 digital download, single tunes or albums, music books, whatever. It's all there. Check it out. Thank you so much. And if you got any fiddle needs at all, if you need to get a new fiddle, get a fiddle fixed, get a new bow, get a bow rehaired, Michael Gilmore at Collector's Corner Violins. ccviolins.ca Michael won't do you no wrong. Until next time, everybody, take care, stay safe, and have a good day.